Can I actually hear myself when I talk? I wish this had a monitoring feature. So there's no perfect first episode. There's no perfect time to do anything, really. And as I was thinking about starting this podcast, really for the last couple of weeks, I've been waiting because I was moving and then waiting because I was sick and still hear my congestion. And then I was waiting to get a good microphone. So I'm using what I have today because I'm out on a bikepacking trip and have had some time to sit and think and do a little bit of writing. And, and I just realized that that I should probably just do it. So I'm recording this with a set of earbuds from about three cell phones ago. I'm just getting over a cold. There's probably some nice background noise. The wind, not least among them. And um, we're right next to a railroad track too. So if we're lucky, we'll get a freight train that goes by in the middle of this. There's really no reason to even think that this is worth doing. Um, I don't have the equipment, my AV experience is limited to being a, a theater tech geek in high school. A lot of the reasons to not do things in the business world come from what they're calling imposter syndrome, which I think is as good a way to describe it as anything. Uh, but it's basically like, who am I to talk about this stuff? What do I possibly have to offer? And the reality is, as I've learned, as all of us hopefully will get a chance to figure out, you really don't have to be too far ahead of the people that you're hoping to help. 10% further along is sort of what the norm is based on, you know, best practices and research and that sort of thing. Uh, You really only have to have a 10% advantage. So if hopefully I'm 10% further along than you guys are, you will get something out of this. So really the origin story of this podcast idea is me listening to a bunch of podcasts. Um, There's a a lot of really great ones out there that I've found, and I'll share some of those with you as time goes on. Um, One in particular that I used to like a lot, I used to listen to a lot, and for whatever reason I hadn't listened Oh, yep, here comes a train. So, gonna probably pause this. And we're back. That was a massive freight train. And, you know, it's kind of cool actually to see that happening. I remember in the early, mid part of the pandemic, later in the pandemic especially, we didn't see a lot of freight trains go by and the ones that went by had you know single layer cargo containers this one was doubled up on every single car and i that was probably at least 120 cars so pardon the interruption uh this is what i get when i decide to record a podcast in the middle of the woods on the side of a trail on uh, a monday afternoon So, as I was saying, there's a a bunch of podcasts I've been listening to, and I really like 
a lot of them, and I'll I'll share some of those with you guys as time goes on, of course, and hopefully you'll share some with me so I can keep learning about new new things, um, and and we'll spread those ideas to each other. But um, one in particular I used to listen to quite a bit, and for whatever reason I hadn't listened to very much for a year or two. I think things just got busy with my own business and and uh, my own life, so. Anyway, I rediscovered it, and the episodes are like four minutes long now, and and this is a world-renowned author, speaker, really smart guy, has a huge following, and rightly so, in the entrepreneurial, you know, space, Uh, but the episodes are like four minutes long, maybe three minutes long, sometimes eight minutes long, but always really short, and you know, he does them every day, like every day, which is pretty cool. I don't think he's ever missed a show or missed a day rather, um, which is neat. And that definitely makes up for the fact that they're so short, but I, I listened to a few of these episodes and I, at the end of them found myself thinking I, like I didn't learn anything, much of anything anyway. I didn't think about anything while I was listening to the story that he was telling or the thing he was talking about in these particular episodes you know it didn't it didn't challenge my thought i didn't come away from it with anything to mull over really it wasn't it just was like a blip um and i think that obviously there's no rule book for content creation and i am possibly the least qualified person to pass judgment on somebody else's podcast um, for obvious reasons, but I, I had been thinking about doing a podcast or some way to start putting myself out there and start talking about what I think and how I, you know, how I think. Um, and after listening to a couple of the episodes from this one show, I was like, you know what, this, this makes me kind of want to just try it. Cause why not? Can I do better? I have no idea. That's, I guess that's not really the point. The point just is why not? Why not give it a try? why not put myself out there because in the grand scheme of things if if one wants to establish oneself as an expert you know in any field a big part of that is content creation and the form that that content takes can vary of course but you're never going to start building that catalog of content if you never start building the catalog so this is microbiz mentors (laughs) welcome aboard. This is a, a side project that I've kind of started because, well, I'm interested in micro businesses, obviously. I, I own a micro business. I own a bicycle shop in Virginia. Uh, and I have had uh, a couple of, let's see, yeah, a couple of, of micro businesses before this. I had a handyman business. Um, and I guess it's for whatever reason, it's like, it's not in my blood. It's not in my family. Nobody else is a business owner, um, but it's fun. It's challenging. I like that I'm the boss. I like that there's no script. I like that there's no um, there's no direction except for the one that I set for myself, and I like the challenge of that. Um, the differentiation for me is important between micro business and small business. Small business is a term that's been absolutely bastardized by the 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 man the government the the powers that be um 
if you look at what does small, I'm using air quotes here, what does small business mean? Depending on the industry, up to a thousand employees, eight million dollars in revenue, and up fifty million dollars in revenue, four hundred employees. Again, it depends on it depends on the sector, but these are, to my mind, and I'm just for context, it's me. Uh, I have three full-time employees, and let's see, four part-time employees right now. So. And this is the biggest we've ever been. Um, our revenue is well below a million, and I don't know if we'll ever ever actually get to that point. But again, not the point. The point is that micro business is a term that has come along to mean what I think small business used to mean. Because the reality is that that micro businesses make up, at least in the U.S., micro businesses make up 93 percent of the businesses that exist by, by number, not by like revenue or by sales value, just by physical count of how many businesses exist. 93% are, are micro businesses, businesses with, you know, five, 10, 20 employees who are convenience stores, restaurants, bicycle shops, auto repair clinics, you know, small doctor's offices, that sort of thing. That's, when when folks think of small business, that's what they think of is those micro businesses, the actual small businesses. But somehow, and I don't know if it is because of, you know, lobbyists getting the government to change the rules to benefit themselves as, as time had, you know, time went on. Uh, but at some point, somehow, small business, again, in air quotes, became became big business. And big business as we know it today didn't even exist because like who would have thought that corporations could get so incredibly large as they are today so that's that's my big that's my big soapbox that's that's the whole differentiation between micro business and small business that's that's important to me and I think important to talk about and acknowledge I'm not sure well I know for a fact because I've done you know, key keyword research on Google and that sort of thing. Uh, nobody talks about small micro businesses. Nobody nobody's talking about micro businesses. It's all small business. That's the keyword. You know, a, around the world by a factor of twenty five to thirty, micro businesses just at the bottom of the chart consistently. I don't know if anybody really realizes this, but here we are, nonetheless, small businesses and micro businesses all being lumped in the same category by the government, by the county, you know, you go to your county to get a business license and you're paying rates that are based on air quotes, small businesses. Uh, but you are in fact a micro business and, and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. We're competing with competing for market space with against air quotes, small businesses that are in fact, huge businesses. And I'm being put in the same category as a, a micro business owner with a small business that's got a thousand employees and fifty million dollars in in revenue. Like, wh what? So, to me, that's a hugely important distinction. And even if no one ever gets it, no one ever realizes it in kind of the overall, uh, you know, population or whatever, 
I think it's important that we, micro-business owners and, and those who support micro-businesses, that we acknowledge it and that we sort of lean into that identity and understand the ways that we're different. A lot of the small business and micro-business advice that I see out there is geared towards small businesses. Again, air quotes. I'll stop saying that, I promise. It's, it's you know, multi-millionaire moguls who are entrepreneurs and were, you know, normal people like the rest of us at some point. Um, but there they are talking about small businesses and I just can't relate because they're so far afield, they're so far uh, removed from my own business experience as a micro-business owner. And that's, that's what I want to talk about with the Microbiz Mentors podcast is, is thinking about the ways that we're different. And the goal is really to talk about those observations from across markets, from across industries, but in the context of the micro-business. I've listened to lately some of my favorite podcasts are, are out of the creative industry or the creative space makers and you know graphic designers and that sort of thing. So guys like Chris Doe and um, Blair Enns, who's been a huge influence. Um, the Two Bobs podcast of his is just phenomenal. Um, a lot of the things that I've learned from them from the creative space have I've been able to apply directly in the bicycle shop like who would who would have thought you know so I think that one of the best things we can do as micro business owners is to not not pigeonhole ourselves not put ourselves in our own little special box because we're so much different than everybody else right so if it's if we have a, a car repair place I'm not going to pay attention to anything from the restaurant industry for example because they just they're so much different there could be no overlap well the reality is there is a lot of overlap there's a lot of of similar back-end functions that we all need to perform you know managing our customer databases and communications and all that sort of thing um, the product or service that we deliver obviously is different across all our different markets and industries, but uh, learning from other micro-businesses that are in other sectors, I think, is one of the best things that we can do as micro-business owners. So here we are. Will you, uh, let's see, will you experience overnight success by listening? No, absolutely not. Will you uh, get to hear about thoughts from segments and sectors that you hadn't thought were relevant? Yeah, that's, that's the whole goal. Will you, will I uh, get a producer and uh, sound engineer so these actually sound more professional? Probably also not. But I'm hoping that you will learn some new things. Now there's a helicopter going overhead, so I'm going to wait just a minute. Will you experience overnight success by listening? No. Will I get a producer so these sound more professional? Probably 
also no. But I'm hoping that you will learn new things and, and that you'll have something to think about when you listen. I'm hoping that you would use them as a jumping off point to get unstuck in your own businesses, in your own lives, and, and achieve your own goals, whatever they may be. Because after all, why not now? Until next time, I'm Peter Buck for Microbiz Mentors. <clears throat>